Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishments, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hello everybody, and welcome back to A Talking Cast The A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for But we're bringing it to you anyways I'm your host, Dylan Reed Miller I am your other host, Sammy C And I am your third host, Sarah Yeah, <laughs> Yay! Get all the hosts. Yes, the dream team (laughs) back together. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah! The Powerpuff Girls, we're back. Powerpuff Girls, right again. Uh (laughs) For those of you following along at home, this is episode 78, which means it goes from minute 77 to minute 78. And this minute is just super exciting. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, this is really like where the real meat of the movie is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This yeah. is this is where where the tears really start flowing. It really tugs those heartstrings. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a heavy emotional so. minute. Very sentimental. So naturally, it begins in the pool, which is where all of the real moments have happened. <laughs> oh yeah, it's where all of my real moments in this movie start and end. <laughs> <laughs> the pool uh, is you know. where the heart is yeah the pool is full of my tears from chris and trent not getting together <laughs> <laughs> and now yes and now Freddie and chris are are literally swimming in your tears just throwing it in your face now franny and chris are living a lie <laughs> You know who your true love is, Chris. And everyone else does. He taught you to swim. He taught you how to swim. He taught you how to love. He showed you his sweet abs. Come on. Well, his abs. Let's not go overboard. You will, listeners will remember from the minute that I did with uh, Shannon and Gigi, I do not really like Trent. Do not think he's attractive. I don't think Trent is good enough for Chris. I think if Chris, (laughs) if that's who Chris wants to be with, then I support them. But I think that Chris can do better. (laughs) (laughs) Is Chris your son or something? What's happening? (laughs) Yes. Oh, by the way, everyone should know uh, I have been doing this under a fake name. I am Kristen DeBell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the big that's the big plot twist we've been waiting. Yeah, that's the big yeah. reveal for this episode. 
They are splashing each other in the pool, and it's really not good splashing. They're very bad at it. Yes, it's they're not good at it. Weird. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I don't think either of them even have their hair wet, right? What kind of splash fight are they having where you don't even get your hair wet? Yeah, you're totally dry (laughs) from the shoulders up. So you're just kind of, they're just kind of gently waving their hands at each other. And there might be a few water droplets involved. But it's kind of (laughs) like they're doing some kind of weird, like, tentacle dance. Which I am displaying. It's for their them. mating ritual. <laughs> yeah. It's their mating ritual. Yeah. It's so that part. Of, that's just so weird to me. <laughs> Especially Franny has made such a big deal about getting into this wool, and she's oh now I'm here. Like whatever. I'm not going to go under. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like she has like a fancy hairdo or something. Like no. she doesn't yeah. want to get wet. Well, right. I don't I don't know. Maybe she has like hair that she has to spend a lot of time blow drying her. She has like a Brazilian yeah. blowout yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> At the end of this shot, we get a lovely shot of the whole cast gathered around a bowl of milk with tuna in it, presumably. <laughs> oh. Uh, the cat is is drinking the milk, and they are all petting the cat. It's kind. He's kind of not though. He's just kind of looking at it, like yeah. what? He is trying to get away from them. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and they are like, no, we have to get this shot. Everybody, just like corral him. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, there's this great. There's this great moment. They're like, kind of gently petting the cat. And you can tell they think he's not going to run away, and he kind of lunges, and they like pull him. Yeah. Like one of them, like manhandles the cat, like pulls him back a little bit, <laughs> like but trying to make it. Oh look yeah, like, I'm just petting you. <laughs> he tries to I take love off. You so much. And Susan just kind of. <laughs> Susan just kind of grabs. <laughs> Him and is like, nope. nope. Stay <laughs> in the this shot, you fucker. This is my second big break. Like, <laughs> this is my comeback. Don't ruin it for me, Duffy. <laughs> or Squeaky it's or whatever. Obvious. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part of it is I think it's, um, oh. oh my god, what is the girl's name? Not Franny, the other girl. Uh, Tina? Tina? Yes. I'm pretty sure Tina's the only one that, I think it's Tina, that doesn't pet the cat. There's like one person that just like sits there and yeah like, she and trent are like really far away from him they're but on the other opposite people side. are like leaning across and i'm like backstage drama yeah <laughs> oh yeah like trent, trent actually does lean over to pet him yeah, yeah. Tina, and tina's like, like nah like something went on there like <laughs> they hate each other <laughs> while this is going on eric roberts has a voiceover and like i don't even know what he's saying he's like mumbling so much <laughs> yeah well, he <laughs> he talks about how uh this family came together on its own because it believes in him and it's almost enough to make him emotional ha 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 Almost. <laughs> and he calls it like his new family or something. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So the one I he's going to stay with, I think. Yeah. So it's like from that, I infer, and maybe this is just me, but that it's the whole family. So I'm like, okay. I mean, one of his things was he got, um, I'm terrible with everyone's names today. I'm usually like Susan and Phil to hook up. Yes. He got Susan and Phil together. So it's like, okay, like, yeah, maybe they do stay together. But does this mean that Franny is also like marrying into the family? Like, and they're all going to live in the garden <laughs> together? Like, yes, these teenagers that their only relationship is built on Romeo and Juliet, and, or not Romeo and Juliet. What was Hamlet? Hamlet, Hamlet. and a pool. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hamlet and a pool. Um, They're gonna yeah, get married. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I was thinking Romeo and Juliet because Romeo and Juliet is also about teenagers getting married. <laughs> true, so. true. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, well, our house is big enough. Everybody just move in. Yeah. <laughs> that could be it. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know Franny was just after. We all know Franny was just a gold digger anyway. She just wanted the pool. So, so yeah. now Franny has all access to the pool if she moves in. So that might have been her, her end game and was just like, I'll marry whoever. <laughs> I just want this pool. Oh, God. She's like, do you know how hot it gets in Southern California when you wear a bow tie necklace all the time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when you wear like a, a flannel dress. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just going to say, when your sundress is flannel, it gets hot. Like. <laughs> Also of note, if Duffy is staying with them, does that mean he's not going to go out and talk to more people and help them again? Is his quest over? Was this the only people he had to help? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's retired. He's. Uh... I know I've brought this up in a past minute when I was talking about like the rules of his speaking to people once or something. I think he's talked about, I think it was when he was talking about how he goes around and helps people. I was saying... Does that mean he's helped a lot of people before? Will he go on to help other people? And now we have a definitive answer that no, he's just going to stay with these people, I guess. Maybe he had to like help a certain number of people or something in order to die. Like, and oh he's just like now I can die. <laughs> Free him. Yeah. Like, not, not that I'm like, oh, now like Duffy's going to kill himself. But like, you know, Duffy has been immortal and has had to do like you know, so many, like, good deeds in his centuries on this planet. And finally, because he did good deeds for six people? Yeah, six (laughs) people. Those are his final six. Like, now he can just live out his days and die a natural death. Kind of like Thackeray Binks, I guess, from Hocus Pocus. (laughs) What I'm saying, I'm talking about Thackeray Binks. Yeah, that's what I mean. I really like that theory. Talking cat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I really like that theory. I think that's uh, so. So yeah, there's petting, and then uh, La Cucaracha kicks up, and we are starting the credits, yes. you guys. Yes. It's back. <laughs> Get ready for <laughs> seven <laughs> minutes of credits. <laughs> it is true. Oh my god. And part of it is because each person gets like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then we start our little uh, "We love you" montage to Johnny Whitaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so glad that we got this minute, you guys. I'm so glad I got to watch that. Our sweet, sweet farewell to Johnny Whitaker, in which he run. Oh, we get another gosh. shot of him running, going broom, 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 <laughs> sitting on the couch, and then like we staring at so the much. camera. <laughs> Yeah, it's really awkward. His face is not. My favorite is this shot of him on the bed watching his Humphrey Bogart movie, relaxing yeah. in his PJs, and I'm just like, this just yeah. makes me incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I just love that there's there's the room room shot, and then the next three shots of Johnny Whitaker with the name card Johnny Whitaker are of him like sighing deeply in different outfits. Basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He looks so like pensive in all of them. Yeah. It's just like because uh... there's like him with his little coffee cup and like uh, him on the bed, him on the bed, like uh, 
Him with his uh, one fucking day at a time shirt. Yeah, yes. looking in the mirror going, I guess I'm going to go. <laughs> so, we love you, Johnny Whitaker. We will miss your face. Olivez or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we get a singular shot of Kristen DeBell, too, right? Or two shots yeah, of her? Yeah, I think a couple shots of her. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's two. two. Yeah. It's two, yeah. Yeah. One of her talking to Trent, one of her standing in her kitchen, yep. I believe. Just kind of looking slightly happy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first one, she doesn't look happy at all. No. And the second one, she looks kind of happy, <laughs> <Yeah>. question mark? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. It's not as good as the, it's not as good as the Johnny Whitaker one. No, she does not no. get the, uh the moments as Johnny Whitaker, but I guess, I don't know, Susan well, doesn't have super memorable things yeah. that she does. I want her yelling about cheese puffs. That's <laughs> yeah. what I want. I want her looking for her shoes. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That one, too. Yeah. Be like, no, can't like, you help it's... your mother find yeah. her shoes? <laughs> Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Actually, a lot of the really memorable moments from this I feel like come from Phil you know yeah I I really think that if anyone else played Phil this movie would not have inspired a podcast or a following honestly I agree (laughs) I agree I mean because okay this is something I did not realize until a couple weeks ago Eric Roberts has been in a lot of David Dakota films David Mm -hmm. Dakota and Mary Crawford Guess what? Yeah. No one gave a shit about any of them until a talking right. cat. Yeah, that's true. Everyone makes a big deal about Eric Roberts. Phil is the star of this movie. He yes. is what makes Johnny it Johnny Whitaker makes and it. And good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I tend to agree because he's kind of, he's like framed as the protagonist, but there's nothing about him that's like at all <laughs> endearing. And so it makes or it not it, even I don't like know. endearing but like interesting or no. having a point like- <laughs> right. there are zero things engaging about this actor or this character i just feel like phil's the biggest character like i do agree that it's not about the character as much as the actor but just like i don't want to say he has the biggest personality because no one in this really has personality but like i'm at least drawn to like the things that he does and says and i'm like that's funny and i like it he is so wrong in so many ways like i mean okay no i don't think what we really need is like a disaster artist of a talking cat because i would read the shit out of that no i I did just read the disaster artist but like in it what's his name whatever the guy that plays mark in the room um he talks about like how they had a wardrobe person who went and got wardrobe at all these thrift stores and i am pretty sure that they did not have that i'm pretty sure it was literally like bring the clothes you want to wear and (laughs) everyone else brought clothes that i think they thought would be flattering or (laughs) would make sense and johnny whitaker was like here's this t-shirt i have i don't know what it says but i like it oh i brought seven like cuban cuban button downs none of them fit quite right like (laughs) i fully believe these are all his clothes I yep. fully believe that he picked all of them mm-hmm. to wear. Probably did his own hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean that's not professionally done? <laughs> I... 
I'm astonished you'd imply such a thing. I'm just trying to imagine like that there was like a hair and makeup person on the set and they were like, Johnny, do you want me to do your hair? And he was like, no. (laughs) I've already got it looking perfect. Look at it. It's perfect. Look at me. (laughs) This is where it is. This is this is it. Look at me. Look at me. I'm perfect. He's like, this is the Johnny. It's gonna be the new Rachel. So if what if I'm if I'm hearing what you're oh saying, Sarah, you're basically you're saying if we encountered Johnny Whitaker in the wild, like at the supermarket or wherever he is, he's going to look woods. in the wild, hundred percent exactly like he looks in the movie. I think so. I really I'm, do. That delights me. I I honestly think that like if I were to move to probably like the valley. I would see him walking his dog or something and he would be wearing his like horrible beige button down embroidered shirt with a little bit of his stomach poking through. Yep. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, Johnny Whitaker, aren't you <laughs> Phil from A Talking Cat? And he'd be like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he'd be like, never say that to me ever. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) I'm still astonished that some of them have acknowledged our podcast's existence and, like, by following us on Twitter, I mean, like, that is it for this minute. So, before we wrap up, do you guys have any closing thoughts? I'm glad Duffy found a family (laughs) to die with. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that presumably Squeaky was able to escape from a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would just like to say we're we're going into the credits, you guys. Yeah. We fucking did this. Yeah. We did something. <laughs> the actual movie content is over. We have done it. We have done this this thing. But now this is the hard part. This is like, you know, we've had nine months of pregnancy and now we have to like give birth, by which I mean <laughs> make it through the credits. So like yeah. 12 minutes of credits. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Bring join us next time to see how we start handling those 12 minutes <laughs> yes. of credits. Please yeah. go um, into labor with us. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll let go of that metaphor. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, guys, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Minute by minute. That's so they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. That was episode 78 of A Talking Cast. Your hosts were Dylan Reed Miller, Sammy C, and Sarah Cantor. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. Like, yeah. um, yeah. I don't know. Where's the behind the scenes videos? Come on. Tina, Tina. Oh my God, that would be so good. (laughs) 
Tina and the cat like couldn't be in the same shot because they hate each other so much. And this is like the one shot that they agreed to be in together. Yeah. Tina's like, well, I'm not petting him. We really him. need the lifetime unauthorized <laughs> biography of a talking cat. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Real housewives of a talking cat. They start pulling each other's yes. hair. Real housewives of a mysterious place that doesn't exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 